No. We have great admiration for you in the journalism industry in this country. Don't let these people do this to you. You can't blame this. The Jimmy Matthews of this world came, revered journalists in this country. You can't blame these people. Circumstances. They are misled. Circumstances. Where are those people today? You can't fix this. Please go. Go. Leave us to do our work. We kept this organization alive. You know nothing of the hell we have been through in this place. I honestly think you must be the first to go and give yes. yourselves letters because that means you have failed us. When you came here, we were we were SABC when we were hoping things will become better. You came here with your high qualifications. We said nothing. We said we bow to your leadership. We actually all of you should be here, including people that do sales because that's where we make our money. But you can't give us redundancy letters. Where's yours? And if the press is not okay, who's responsible for the press? When when they raised money for us and took it back, we worked. How much more sacrifice must we make for SABC to recognize us, our value? With nowhere to hide, management conceded that the Section 189 process hadn't been preceded by proper consultation. Group COO Ian Blakey's Of negotiations, the union still failed to produce one alternative or one criteria for us to use. It was a delaying tactic that they used to just drag the process on. And I said it to them, and I'll say it again, they failed their members in doing that. Buckling under pressure, Makobeni committed to suspending retrenchments for new staff. I will go and negotiate it afterwards. But at this point, for the work of the public service to continue, I will will talk to Pubeja, I will talk to whoever is senior, but for my responsibility to the newsroom, I'm sorry, Kubija. Yeah, I cannot continue to move the yeah. Temporary relief for the newsroom, but it remains to be seen if Makobeni's commitment will result in saving jobs. I'm Noma Bolani in Johannesburg. It's back. All right, so there you have it then, those scenes coming out of the newsroom yesterday. An incredibly emotional um, meeting, as you would have heard. Hannes Duboisen is from the Broadcasting Electronic Media and Allied Workers Union. That's Bamau. He joins me on the line this morning. Um, Hannes, good morning. Good morning. Right now, um, tensions are running high, understandably so. What is the role that you as unions are playing? We heard there in that clip the COO saying, well, the unions have not put any alternatives on the table to what we have suggested in terms of a possible strategy going forward to save the SABC. Well... (laughs) Um, it boggles the mind that the COO um, thinks that anyone would believe him when he says that. We have made a 177-page submission to the SABC to which they only a day ago partly responded to. So I do not understand what he, say, he says that we have not made any submissions. In any event, that was not the agreement. The agreement was that the SABC will present its structure, it will present its rationale, and thereafter 
we will be um, go back. We will go back to members. We will have meetings with members. We will source input for members, and if necessary, we would have invited the, the respective divisional heads to come and explain to members in those particular meetings. On the 16th of October, when the SAEC presented its last structure, and we have not had the opportunity to go back to members, the COO announced in that meeting that consultation will end with this meeting and we are no longer going to consult any further. So it is not the unions who have failed the, the members and has not presented any um, proposals. At that point in time, when that was said, we, we started with an urgent application in the Labour Court. The SABC indicated that they will consult, which um, they haven't done so. They instead, they issued termination letters, and we are back in the Labour Court in the next week. Um, we are going to be heard on an urgent basis in the Labour Court. So we have made submissions on a without-prejudice basis because that was not the agreement on how the consultation should, uh, should run, but mm. he changed that unilaterally. Do you think the fact that we have seen workers at the SABC literally have to stand up for themselves and take a stand against the retrenchments in the form of, uh, you know, yesterday, journalists saying that we are not going to work unless we're given an alternative to what is being put on the table. Do you see that as a sign of the failure of the negotiations that have been taking place between yourselves as unions and, and the board and any other executives that may have been part of this process? You see, the, there are certain rights that um, uh, that unions or consulting parties have in a process like this. One of it is to withhold labor to go and strike if the process is not fair. The other one is to approach the court on an urgent basis and ask the Labour Court to exercise its supervisory powers over a Section 189A process, which is the one that we opted to do. So the, the fact of the matter is it is indicative of the fact that there, were, there was no proper consultation because if there was proper consultation, workers would not have stand up and say we are not going, going to go on air unless we have an audience with the group executive of this particular division and voice our concerns. Additionally to the, uh, to the um, submission that we have made, we have received from the editorial forum at the SABC mm. who sat in those meetings. We received an, uh, a quite a big uh, submission from them which we have included in our submission so the SABC is lying if they say that we have not made any submissions whatsoever. There is proof that we have. Why do you think that they would have circumvented the process of consulting according to what you are saying? What would their interest be in doing that? The, the SABC from the beginning, and we have said that many times, they've arrived late for meetings, we complain to the CCMA that the SABC is following a tick box approach. They have made up their minds and this is this was a superficial process to attempt to pay lip service to the Labor Relations Act to appear to have been consulted. They were never, never ever interested in any of the proposals that we have been made. So we were basically steamrolled this process 
to, uh, to, to just go along so that they can tick boxes and then go on record and say, we have had 16 meetings. Those 16 meetings, if you count the number of hours that, that uh, those meetings were productive, it is not simply 16, um, 16 meetings, hours of, of eight hours. Some meetings only took an hour, some meetings uh, shorter than that. There were longer meetings at some point in time, but that is not how one measures a sufficient and proper consultation. It mm. is what happens in that process. Do you think that the institution should hold off on any retrenchments at the very least until the matter has been heard in the Labour Court? The, we expect the SABC not to put its hand in the public purse to go and defend something that is indefendable. It's a reasonable request. Section 1893 of the Act makes provision where a party requests an extension of the consultation that that not be unreasonably denied. The SABC has unreasonably denied that extension of the consultation. If there was any delays in the consultation process, it was a facilitated process under the auspices of the CCMA, and that CCMA commissioners could have made a ruling to, to say, well, this is how this process is going to proceed. In fact, in the last meeting, the CCMA was extremely disappointed by the approach of the SABC to terminate the consultation process. They are on record saying, we have made lots of progress and we thought and hoped that we would have proceeded. The SABC refused. So the SABC should do the, the, the right thing, the wise thing, not spend public money on litigation, and go back to a consultation process mm. where each and every division be given a, an opportunity to make proper submissions mm. in a consultation process. Hannes, before I let you go, let's talk about you know the alternatives that you have put on the table. So what is the other route that the organization can take right now? We have questioned the SABC. In the Section 189 um, notice, the SABC has listed a number of reasons why they have decided to embark on the Section 189 process. We have said to the SABC, before you um, proceed with a retrenchment process, because that is a last resort, not a first resort, we said to the SABC, fix those issues first of all. Those are, a lot of them are operational issues that the SABC can fix. When we said, fix those issues first before you come to employees and you want to reduce the workforce. This is also an attempt to, to lay off permanent workers and replace them by free workers in many of the instances and also to outsource parts of the business. So uh, we said to the SABC categorically, are you now putting a vote of no confidence in your own ability to manage those divisions? Are you giving it to other people to manage because you're saying you can't do that? And we said, we said that that is wrong. That those um, divisions or departments that you want to outsource must remain within the SABC. They've not responded, and if they've responded on any of those, it was this, a dismissive response, one-liners, whilst the act is clear that the employer, if they reject any proposals, they must uh, tell us why in writing they've not responded to most of those submissions.
Hannes Duboisen, let me thank you so much for, for your time this morning. He is with Union Bamau and the picture being painted there, not a good one in terms of how the SABC board and its executives have been engaging um, in these conversations with the organization's um, unions and ultimately affecting then what would be the livelihoods and the experience of workers there. So, you as the customers, effectively, of the public broadcaster, you are the consumer of the product that is made at the SABC. What do you think the organization should do? What must the SABC do um, in order to navigate itself out of this period that that it's in and what are you most worried about in terms of the proposed cuts and how that could ultimately have an impact on your own access to information i think that's the conversation that we'll have after uh, the 9:30 news headlines first let's go to nomsam Luli who's standing by nomsa good morning 